Let them eat cake with me, Lady Red Velvet. She's no lady, she's a beast. She is a beast, but today she is a beast who is on her own. I have started season three with two amazing guests. In episode one, we had the fabulous Emmy Week. In episode two, we had Hayden, the cake man. But today I am on my own. But I have a wonderful podcast for you all about growing old gracefully or not, as the case may be. So in today's podcast, I'm going to talk about growing old in the world of drag. Now, I'm not too old, but certainly in the drag world, I am on the older end of the spectrum, certainly here in Barcelona. Um, At the age of 45, I was born in 1978, which when you have to put your age into computers these days and scroll down, you seem to be scrolling much, much further down than I ever remembered before. So at 45, in Barcelona, I would say I am certainly one of the older members of the drag community. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are older queens. There are much younger queens. And having that mixture is, of course, wonderful because you get different generations adding different elements to their shows and to their personality. One thing I did do at the beginning of this show is I looked up the average age of drag queens who have appeared on Drag Race whether it's the UK version or the American version or the All-Stars. So I want you to have a quick think and you can shout it out loud. I might not hear you, but you can shout it out loud. Play a little game. What do you think the average age of most seasons of Drag Race are? Okay, I've given you a pause. Well, seasons two... Drag Race Season 1 of the UK, Season 5, Season 6, all of the ages were averaged out at 27 years old. Then it goes through the next few different seasons, Season 3, Season 10, Season 1, the average age was 28, Season 4, Season 11, Season 8 were 29. Then we had slightly older seasons. We went past 30 for the first time in season seven. Season nine, they were age 30. And then, of course, for all-stars where competitors come back, the age is a little bit older. So in some of the all-star seasons, the average age is 31, 32 and 33. Um, All of those quite far away from my age, which is 45 The oldest ever drag queen to perform on Drag Race was Charlie Hydes, who was 52. And I do sometimes feel a little bit sorry for Charlie. Charlie had to lip sync for his life. He was wearing the tallest heels I think I've ever seen anyone wear on Drag Race. And bless him, when it came to lip syncing for his life, he didn't move much and was really, really criticised for it. Now, I have seen Charlie perform live and he is a 
fabulous queen, so funny, so entertaining, makes amazing YouTube videos, is a really nice person and great sport. So I have to say, I've always felt kind of a little bit sad that the people on Drag Race would be so unkind, especially, again, thinking about someone who's 52. Again, not old, but certainly performing in drag, the older you get, it does get more challenging. So I always think people were a little bit too critical of good old Charlie, and I don't think that they really thought about how age can affect you. Maybe he should have been wearing slightly smaller heels and we would have seen him moving a little bit more. Um, but, you know, to give him credit, he did look amazing. Well, um, I'm going to talk about a few different things about growing old. Um, certainly, over the years, in my mind, I do not feel in my mid-40s moving now towards 50 if you count I am past the middle of my 40s um, I do not feel old in my head I feel very young I feel like I keep up with things I like a lot of music pop culture tv series all these things I try and stay up in uh, try and stay in touch with so I, I think I do pretty well there but there are some things that time cannot hold back or if they do they need other um, aspects to to improve the situation things that you can decide to do or not uh, decide to do or not so for example aches and pains Um, as you go older there's not much escaping that really you can stay fit and healthy and you can try and keep that muffin top off for people living in Spain, if you do not know what a muffin top is, think of a muffin cake that kind of spills out over the top of the casing. Well, that apply that to your stomach and that's what a muffin top is when it kind of falls over your pants or over your trousers. Um, it is a lot harder to get rid of your muffin top the older you get, trust me. My love handles seem to be permanently there now. I remember being able to lose those if you had had like a summer of eating out and splurging or a Christmas holiday and you could get rid of them, but the older you get, the more they seem to want to stay. And certainly aches and pains. I myself have a slip disc, a hernia that I have to be very careful with. My husband like looks at me with rolling eyes when he sees me rolling on the floor or doing acrobatics or doing something that I shouldn't be doing. Unfortunately, if I've had a, a vodka Red Bull and I'm doing a show and I get a bit carried away, I can't help but do it. But I do need to be careful because it is a serious thing you have to look out for. I'm very lucky though touch wood, I'm reaching, touching a bit of wood, Um, my ability to walk in heels has always been very, very good. And only very rarely do my feet ache after heels. I can walk in them, I can dance in them, I can run in them. I'm pretty, pretty good on heels. So um, hopefully if ever I had to lip sync, I wouldn't need to just stand there like poor old Charlie. But then again, I probably wouldn't dare to do as much in heels as high as he was wearing. If you've not seen that, Google it and see, and you'll see he was wearing incredibly high heels. Okay, the next thing as you grow older, hairs. 
hairs. Now, of course, I'm a bearded queen. I'm proud of my beard. I love hair. I do not shave my arms. I do not shave my legs. I do shave my chest, however. That's one thing I do shave. It's not a particularly hairy chest, and that is why I shave it. If I had a good old hairy chest, I'd probably keep it and wouldn't feel the need to shave it. But because it's only got a little bit of hair, I often trim that off so I get a bit of an illusion of a nice curvy chest. Whereas if it's got a few speckled hairs on, it doesn't look that impressive. If it was a nice hairy chest, then I would show that off definitely. But... Unfortunately, as you grow older, you get hairs in other places you don't want. So my ears, I have to constantly look. I hate a hair on my ears and you have to pluck those. My eyebrows are gorgeous. I've always had good eyebrows. I'm very proud of my eyebrows. They're one of my favourite features. Occasionally now, I'll notice one hair grows a little bit longer and stays out and sticks out. And I'm a bit like, oh no, that's got to go. Nasal hair needs cutting, of course. And occasionally, again, on my upper body, I'm not particularly hairy, but occasionally you'll get a hair on your shoulder or your back and you'll be like, oh, I hate that. Absolutely hate it. Um, So hairs. Um, The next thing that shows I'm getting old is technology. Oh, I think I'm becoming my mother. I really find it hard to stay up with technology these days I grew up with having cassette players and a Walkman I grew up having um, things that like multiple things not just like on your mobile all handy I had the record player the cassette player I had a keyboard, I had a calculator, all these different items. And of course, as you're young, every time a new item comes out, you are like learning about it and finding out about it. They always seem to be a little bit more simple. Having said that, I think if I were to give some of those items to my students these days, they might not know how to work them at all. So it is interesting to see how technology would be like used by different generations these days i just find it there's so much and it's changing all the time and it's knowing which button to press or which thing i i become like my mother i don't know there's four hand controls on the side i can see them all i don't even know what they're all for i know i use one of them the other day i was saying to david Oh, I can't watch Drag Race. I don't know. I'm trying it and it says it won't access it. What's the password I have to put in? And he said, oh, well, you need to talk to Siri and get Siri to put it on. And then I was like, okay, yeah, of course. I had to get her to switch it on for me. (laughs) Me. Um, You know, with AI, one of these days, they won't just be turning on TVs. They'll be taking over us and turning us on and off. Um, So technology, yes. It's not something I particularly enjoy. I'm very lucky on this podcast. I literally talk into my mobile. Podcasters is the app I used, which is linked to Spotify. Amazing. I press start, stop, add the music and upload. So simple, so easy. So if you want to create a podcast, go for it. I really, really advise it. It's very, very easy. You don't need to buy expensive microphones. You don't need to do too much editing it is 
as simple as you want to make it. So I have to say, I really enjoy that. And that's why this technology works well for me. I've also mentioned my parents. And as we all grow older, I do know we all tend to get a little bit caught up in our ways. And certainly we start to resemble our parents in certain ways. Now, I love my parents. I love my mum and my dad. But I don't want to become them either. I want to become my own self. But I do see certain habits that I get a little bit into and I'm a little bit like, ooh, be careful there, Richard. Be careful there, Lady Red Velvet. You'll get stuck in your ways. And no one likes that. So I think it's important about not getting caught up in things and thinking you have to do things in a certain way. On the other hand, growing older... Uh, is liberating in many ways because you certainly do have this feeling of, do you know what? I don't give a flying beep about that anymore. And there are things that you care less about, not in an unkind way, but certainly in a way that relieves you from worry. Not all worry, but there are certain cases where you just feel like, I'm old enough now not to worry about that or bother with that or think about that. And that is very liberating. And it's something I'm learning to do a lot more. I was a bit of a warrior from a family of warriors and let really things upset me. And especially if you were falling out with friends would really, really affect me. But these days I'm starting to get more into the phase of a little bit like, well... That's the journey I was on and that's the end of the journey for that friendship. And even though it's sad and it's upsetting, you have to move on from that. And if those people have a problem with you or if if, if something doesn't work out, you have to get to the point where you have to think, do you know what, I'm not going to let this affect me negatively. And if it goes beyond that, then you have to also think do you know what, I don't give a fuck about that. (laughs) Because you have to focus on what's important. And as you grow older, you do realise the things that are more important in your life. And you value them more, and you need them more, and you respect those things more. Friendships that are worth it, family that is worth it, things in your job that are worth it. So I think it is a very important thing to realise that actually growing older can have so many positive elements as well and be very liberating. Um, A less liberating thing, I would say for me, are sleeping habits. So I have found, when I was younger, I remember waking up in the night. If I woke up in the night about two or three or four in the morning, I'd always be like, yeah, that's great because I know I can get back to sleep and then it's not too near to waking up. Whereas if I woke up at half six or six, I'd feel like, oh no, it's almost morning. I have to wake up. I'm not going to get back to sleep. These days it's the opposite. If I wake up at three or four in the morning, I'm always like, oh no, I'm not going to get back to sleep. I'm going to be just lying here. Whereas if I wake up a little bit early, I actually don't mind it these days. I can be like, okay, that's fine. I can deal with that. 
So it's a funny thing. I wonder if anyone else feels that as they get older, their sleeping habits and, and how that affects them. I also know that I get tired a lot easier with things. So I have been out clubbing a lot less than I ever used to. I still love going out. I'm actually hosting a night this Sunday at Razzmatazz, um, a party called La Troupe, which is a mashup party. We're raising money for Stop Cedo, which is the AIDS um, HIV charity in Barcelona. It's an amazing charity. And um, the night starts at midnight. Now, for me, <laughs> as a drag queen, I do not normally perform past midnight. So it will be exciting to do it. And I'm hoping I drink a few Red Bulls to keep me through the night. But generally, I wouldn't be performing at that time at night. And generally, I'm going out a lot less at that time of night. I still enjoy it when I can, but I do prefer like a nice Sunday afternoon party or an early Friday night event or a daytime kind of thing. And I do like my shows, which kind of end before half ten, start about eight-ish, that's good, or a, or a lunchtime thing, or a brunch thing. That is much more me. But I have to say, I'm looking forward to doing a few late-night things, especially if I'm not working the next day. Why not? Go for it. Now, in this final bit of the podcast today, I want to celebrate two individuals who are absolute icons in the UK and in Spain. And these are two drag queens who are in their 90s. (laughs) Can you believe that's why I'm 45? So I've still got another, another 45 years to go before I'm anywhere near them. And one of them is a British drag queen, David Raven, who was born in 1933. And he's better known as his stage name, Maisie Trollette. And Maisie Trollette is one of Britain's most famous drag queens and is Britain's oldest drag queens. It's been active more than 50 years. Um, she features so much in Brighton culture, Brighton where I grew up and experienced my first drag queens. And I have seen Maisie Trollette lots and lots of times performing in Brighton, singing live, telling jokes, entertaining, an absolute joy, an absolute icon. And if you want to find out more about Maisie, I really suggest watching her documentary called Maisie. And it's all about her career, her life in drag. And that's just something to be celebrated and something to be enjoyed by whoever and very inspiring not only to the LGBT community or drag fans but also everyone to think that when you're in your 90s you are still active performing doing things it's 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 so inspirational The other person I want to mention is a Spanish drag queen called Gilda Love, who is 97. Can you believe that? Absolutely incredible. So was born in the time of um, 
Franco in the dictatorship, so would have gone through all of the dictatorship, um, really challenging times, but also such an incredible life, such exper- um, incredible experiences. I love this. So the person who directed and, and made the film, um, whose surname is Ribes, um, says this. I've seen her have a 38-degree fever, but still she puts on her dress, goes out on stage, and becomes completely transformed. She turns solid and strong. Her feet might hurt, she might be having a bad day, but her passion for art prevails every time. Isn't that incredible? I absolutely love that. So Rebus, who's been friends with Gilda for over half a decade, which is just incredible. And what I love about it is she used to perform in, in El Raval, which is the neighbourhood actually next door to where I perform in Publisec. But actually I performed in Raval many times as well. So I think what an absolute icon um, to have gone through all of this times when really challenging times but performing entertaining people showing people that love and being different is something that can be enjoyed by everyone and doesn't do anyone any harm in fact it celebrates and and gives people hope um i'm really looking forward to read Um, to watching her documentary as well. It's on my list to watch with my husband very soon. So I suggest you watch these two fantastic documentaries celebrating two fantastic people. So one of them is called Maisie and one of them is called Gilda. So these are the two... um, performers that we need to celebrate and look at um i only hope that i will still be going strong good old lady red velvet still performing uh when she's in her 90s i'm sure i'm sure i'll be able to do it if i've got the health if i've got the passion if i've got the audience and the support i will still be doing it so thank you for listening today remember age is only a number And often, you are only as young as the man you feel. So I suggest you feel a nice young man and (laughs) it'll make you feel younger as well. So thank you for listening. Enjoy um, your age, whatever you are. Celebrate youth, celebrate old age. And remember, those people that criticize your age or think you can't do something because you are older just say to them kaya puta